0: Welcome to Tomorrow's World. All around us there are living laws. I'm not talking about man-made laws that regulate traffic or commerce, but laws such as gravity, centrifugal force, and aerodynamics. It is only because of these laws that we can fly from one city to another, or accurately calculate the trajectory of an object traveling through space. Man would never have been able to travel to the moon and return safely without the constant predictability of these physical laws. Even though we can't see it, unless we had gravity, we would need to be tied down or we would merely drift off into space. Of course, without gravity, life on this planet would not be possible as there would be no atmosphere providing oxygen to breathe. But do you realize that there are other unseen living laws at work around us? Laws that govern health, happiness, and even success. Consider, we know that in order to enjoy good health, we must eat nutritious foods, drink plenty of clean water, exercise, and get sufficient rest. If we violate these principles long enough, we suffer the consequences of ill health. In the same way, there are living laws that lead to success in life. When properly practiced, these laws lead to lasting fulfillment, but when broken, they lead to frustration, emptiness, and disappointment. If you want to learn more about these dynamic laws that govern success, stay tuned. A warm welcome once again to Tomorrow's World. On today's program I'm going to begin a two-part series on the seven laws of success. Do you realize, my friends, that success is not something that happens as a result of chance, but it is the result of obedience to definable laws, laws just as real as the laws of gravity and centrifugal force. Ignore these laws and you are doomed to frustration and failure. But success comes to the person who diligently applies them. As with the law of gravity, you can't see them, but they are every bit as real as gravity. And ignorance of a law does not negate the effect it has. You may not know about gravity, but it's still there. Let go of an egg and it will crash to the floor. These seven laws of success are just as real. There's a proverb in the book known as the Bible that gives us wisdom concerning unseen spiritual laws. It tells us in chapter 26 and verse 2 like a flitting sparrow, like a flying swallow, so a curse without cause shall not alight. In other words, my friends, there's a cause for every effect. There are causes for failure and causes for success. Now, before going any further, realize that we are not considering here general principles of character such as honesty, patience, loyalty, and courtesy. These are extremely important characteristics needed in all facets of life. Each one of us should possess them and instill them in our children. They are, in a sense, embodied within the seven laws. For example, You likely know people who are honest, loyal, and dependable, but seemingly fail at most things that they try to accomplish. So what are these laws? The first law of success is fix the right goal. There are many right goals in life that one may pursue, getting married, buying your first house, starting your own business, or taking an extended vacation. These laws of success that I'm going to be giving you today apply in all these endeavors, but I want to give you something that transcends temporary physical goals. What I'm holding out to you today, and in our second program on this subject, is success that goes far beyond the here and the now. Consider, many people drift through life with no apparent direction. They exist from day to day hoping to be happy, hoping to be successful and hoping to be prosperous, but hoping for something doesn't make it happen. In 1969, when astronauts Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin set foot on the moon, it was the end result of years of work by nearly a third of a million men and women working together toward a clearly defined goal. That goal was to put a man on the moon and return him safely to earth. There was no ambiguity here. Their goal was precise, not fuzzy, and they accomplished that goal. But our first law of success is not the fixing of any goal, it is the fixing of the right goal. Many people are goal oriented and they accomplish a great deal during their lifetimes, but for true success in life it is important to have the right goal. If your goal is to become wildly rich, Incredibly famous, or better yet, rich and famous, are these the right goals to set for a successful life? Many would agree that they are. But let's take a closer look. The Bible is a most remarkable book. It tells us in Hebrews, the fourth chapter, and in verse 12 For the Word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two edged sword. Piercing even to the division of soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Yes, the Bible cuts through human reason, and takes us to the core of the matter relating to human nature. Many people think they know what amounts to success, but the Bible rightfully tells us in Jeremiah seventeen nine, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? The prophet Jeremiah understood his own nature and actually prayed that God would correct him. Notice this in the 10th chapter and in verses 23 and 24. O Lord, I know the way of man is not in himself, it is not in man who walks to direct his own steps. O Lord, correct me, but with justice, not in your anger, lest you bring me to nothing. Yes, the Bible is a remarkable book that contains a wealth of wisdom. For example, Proverbs 14, 12 explains why so many people end up in trouble when they do what comes naturally. It says, There is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. How many rich and famous people who seem to have it all end up a train wreck? They crash and burn because they are chasing after success in all the wrong directions. Their bank accounts are full, but their lives are empty. They often end up in a state of depression and despondency. Consider some of the high profile celebrities who seem to have it all who came to an early end. Marilyn Monroe, Elvis Presley, Kurt Cobain, Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, Michael Jackson, and Amy Winehouse, just to name a few. One of the great charismatic figures in 20th century America was Lee Iacocca. There is little doubt that he achieved more than average wealth and fame. He rose from a working class family to the top of two great American automobile companies, Ford and Chrysler. In his book, Talking Straight, he explores the meaning and purpose of life and finds family to be more important than fame and power. My kids were always what mattered most to my life. Maybe I feel that way because the rest of my life turned out okay, but if I had conquered the world and they had turned out badly, I know I would have considered myself a flop. As I start the twilight years of my life, I try to look back and figure out what it was all about. I am still not sure what is meant by good fortune and success. I know that fame and power are for the birds, but then life suddenly comes into focus for me, And awe. There stand my kids. I love them. Mr. Iacocca saw through the emptiness of fame and fortune. He clearly saw that family was far more important. But as wonderful and admirable as family is, does having a happy family define true, lasting success? If a man lives a hundred years, if he advances to the top of his chosen career, and amasses great wealth, and all that it can buy, if he enjoys a long and happy marriage with respectful children to carry on after him, can he truly claim success if he never knew the purpose for his existence? Have you ever asked yourself the questions, what the purpose of life is? Why am I here? Am I the product of blind evolutionary chance? Or am I the product of a loving Creator God and there is a transcendent purpose for my existence? Consider this, my friends, if there is a Creator God and if there is, therefore, a purpose for life, can you be truly successful if you never learn what that purpose is and how to succeed in reaching that right goal? By all outward appearances, Lee Iacocca has been a success. Not only did he excel in the business world, which brought great monetary rewards and a greater than normal amount of notoriety, but he seemed to have a loving family, apparently succeeding in his first marriage and raising two beautiful daughters. Sadly, his first wife died, and he didn't do so well in his last two marriages. And as we have already seen, he himself admitted, quote, I'm still not sure what is meant by good fortune and success. If you would like to discover more about how this topic impacts your life, visit us online at www.lcgcanada.org to read our featured literature free of charge. Having a goal is essential to success in any venture but having the right goal when it comes to the big questions of life is what really matters. King David ruled Israel during the late 11th and early 10th centuries B.C. This was about the time of the early Joe dynasty. In the 8th Psalm, this wise and insightful Jewish king asked the most important question of all, what is man that you, meaning God, are mindful of him? Yes, what is man? Why are we here? What purpose is there in life? Are we here as a result of blind, senseless, and meaningless chance? And if so, the whole question of success has absolutely no relevance. What difference does it make if we are happy or sad? A thousand years from now, what eternal difference is there? How can we even judge success if there is no lasting purpose? Can one who seemingly has everything claim greater success in life than one who is poor and has nothing, if death and eternal sleep is the end for all of us? As wise King Solomon of Israel mused, As it happens to the fool, it also happens to me. And why was then I more wise? Then I said in my heart, This also is vanity, for there is no more remembrance of the wise than of the fool forever. Since all that now is will be forgotten in the days to come. And how does the wise man die? As the fool. It's intellectually fashionable in our current world to reject meaning for life. But if there is no grand purpose given to us by the Creator of life, in the end it makes no difference whether one is wise or a fool, whether one conquers the world or dies in obscurity, whether one heals the sick or drifts selfishly through a meaningless life. Therefore, it would appear that the first goal of life is to discover life's meaning and to set that as the goal. So while setting goals in life is necessary for all achievement, success is only true success if it lasts. Physical life is temporary, and the older we get, the more we realize this. In Roderick C. Meredith's booklet, Your Ultimate Destiny, He challenges us to consider these important questions regarding the purpose of life. Most people never stop to consider their real purpose in life. In fact, most assume there is no real purpose. How about you? Is there any transcendent reason for you to be alive? Can you have a remarkably interesting and fulfilling destiny ahead of you regardless of your present situation? Can you be 100% sure of a future rendezvous with happiness, joy, and peace? Or are you living a fleeting, disappointing existence on planet Earth with no more purpose for your life than the birds, the bees, or for that matter, the worms that crawl in the dirt? As a human being, you obviously have much higher intelligence than these creatures. You can visualize the future, you have hopes and dreams. And creative imagination far beyond any other form of physical life on this earth. Yet, do all these gifts, potentials, and dreams rot when you die and dust returns to dust? This truly is worth considering. You should think about it. Maybe there is a God, and maybe there is a purpose to life, and maybe that purpose is different from what you were taught. And if so, is it possible that your pursuit of success through the acquisition of money and all that it will buy of fame and prestige might in the end leave you empty and unsatisfied? Maybe it is time to step out of the rat race and ask the most important questions. What is lasting success? What is the meaning of life? And why am I here? So the first law of success is all-important. Fix the right goal. Now here is the second law of success, Preparation Through Education. Education is necessary in achieving just about any goal, whether it is becoming an electrical engineer or discovering the purpose of life. Knowledge is important in any endeavor, yet there are people who hope for success without putting forth the time and the effort to educate themselves themselves about the subject of their dreams. Setting a goal to travel to the moon and return safely is one thing, but another to accomplish that goal. Education is essential. Understanding physics, rocketry, calculus, mechanics, and dozens of other disciplines is essential. Without serious study, such a goal is impossible. It just isn't going to happen. God could not have created this planet and the entire universe without knowledge. This is corroborated in Proverbs, the third chapter, verses 19 and 20. The Lord, by wisdom, founded the earth. By understanding, he established the heavens. By his knowledge, the depths were broken up and clouds dropped down the dew. The book of Proverbs has much to say about wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. It essentially addressed the knowledge of God, the wisdom to seek Him, and the understanding of how to do His will and obey Him. Why is it, my friends, that our educational institutions don't teach us the most important things that bring success? We may learn about cause and effect in chemistry, but not when it comes to character development. Today's education may teach us how to make a living But it does not teach us how to live. And it certainly does not teach us the meaning and the purpose of life. And frankly, my friends, neither do most religions. This essential but ignored godly wisdom, knowledge, and understanding cause good results. As it tells us in Proverbs, the third chapter, happy is the man who finds wisdom and the man who gains understanding for her proceeds are better than the profits of silver, and her gain than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, and all the things you can desire cannot compare with her. Length of days is in her right hand, and in her left hand riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who take hold of her, and happy are all who retain her. No one can truly know God and the meaning of life without studying the subject with an open mind. Again, while these laws help us in all pursuits in life, real lasting happiness is only possible if it lasts beyond the grave. Anything less than this ceases at death, and the goal of lasting success cannot be achieved without study. The Bible is a unique book claiming to represent the Word of God. In effect, it is God's instruction book on how to live with a promise of eternal life. The Bible truly stands out above all other books. No book has ever been translated into more languages and been distributed more widely over a longer period of time than the Bible. Maybe, just maybe, it is worth looking into. In it, God challenges us with the following in Isaiah 46, verses 9 and 10, and fulfilled prophecy proves this to be true. Remember the former things of old, for I am God, and there is no other. I am God, and there is none like me, declaring the end from the beginning, and from ancient times things that are not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand, and I will do all my pleasure. The question of God's existence is essential to prove if you want to have true lasting success, because the question of His existence is inexorably linked to the meaning of life. If God does not exist and we are merely the result of blind evolutionary chance, there can be no lasting purpose, but if He does indeed exist, there is a purpose for your life and you need to discover it and educate yourself to attain it. So let's review. The first law of success is to fix the right goal. The second law of success is education toward the right goal. Now we come to the all-important third law of success. Build and maintain good health. Let's face it. We are physical beings subject to sickness and death. We all want to live a long and healthy life, but how many fail to enjoy vibrant health with plenty of energy? Is good health a matter of chance, or are there laws that govern good health? Here again the first two laws of success come into play. Maintaining a strong body, free from disease, is not something that just happens. One must see this as a goal to work toward, and one must educate oneself on the laws of health. There is a cause for every effect, and this is certainly true when it comes to physical well-being. Just as there is a cause for good health, so there is a cause for disease. We generally understand that if we eat the wrong foods, don't get enough sleep, and don't get proper exercise, we're headed for trouble. How many young men and women pick up the cigarette habit, thinking this will make them look more chic, sophisticated, popular, in a word, successful. Any short-term benefit is eventually overshadowed by income going up in smoke, an enslaving habit, and greater levels of disease. The cause is tobacco. The effect is cancer, heart disease, emphysema, and death. Did you know the Bible gives specific instructions on how to maintain good health? For example, Proverbs 17:22 tells us, "A merry heart does good like a medicine, but a broken spirit dries the bones." And Proverbs 14:30 reveals, "A sound heart is life to the body, but envy is rottenness to the bones." This indicates that your state of mind is important to your health, something that modern medicine is beginning to understand. There are other biblically based laws, laws which are clearly defined which teach us how to maintain and build healthy bodies, such as bodily exercise profits for a little while. That's found in 1 Timothy 4 and verse 8. Honey, by implication any sweetener, is good but don't eat too much. That's in Proverbs 25, verses 16 and 27. And not all meats are fit for human consumption. You can read that in Leviticus 11 and Deuteronomy 14. A Fuller's discussion of the laws of radiant health as given in the Bible we will have to wait for another program, but building and maintaining good health has a positive effect on your ability to succeed in any endeavor. Consider, how much more can you accomplish when your mind is clear, your body is strong and you are filled with energy to tackle the tasks at hand? Now let's review the first three of our seven laws of success. The first law of success is, Fix the right goal. The second law of success is, Educate yourself toward that goal. And the third law of success is, Build and Maintain Good Health. To help you fix the right goal, please visit our website where you can download our informative booklet, Your Ultimate Destiny. This booklet examines the amazing future God has outlined for you and the pages of the Bible. It's likely not what you have believed, so be prepared to be shocked and surprised as what you will discover is truly a goal worth working towards. You will find other informative material related to today's topic that will help you understand the most important questions of life by visiting our website which will be shown momentarily. Be sure to tune in next week at this same time and station to Tomorrow's World where I will give you the last four of the seven laws of success. Until then, Goodbye friends. If you would like to discover more about how this topic impacts your life, visit us online at www.lcgcanada.org to read our featured literature free of charge. The preceding program has been produced by the Living Church of God.